Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. My name is Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Boy, what a day. What an absolute day for the LSU Tigers. Man, we got a lot to get into. Man, do we have a lot to get into. Bo Pelini, Bill Bush, all out. What does that mean for the LSU Tigers? Blaine Smith says Blake is fired too. I'm not fired. I am not fired. We knew it was coming, y'all. We knew that Bo was coming. I mean, I don't know how many times I've come on this show and had to hint to you that he was going to be gone, even though I thought that maybe he should get another chance, but he didn't. Bo Pelini is out as long as others. What does that mean? We will talk about that as the night goes on. What are my thoughts on Bo Pelini getting fired? Who does LSU need to go get now? That bow is out. Bill Bush is out. Does that mean Corey Raymond, the GOAT, takes over at the safety's position as well? I hope that he does, but we'll, we'll touch on that. We'll absolutely touch on that. Also, Ole Miss Evie, Evie Van Pelt from Rebel Walk is going to be joining us around 720 to break down the game that we saw this past Saturday that ultimately probably and more than likely put the cherry on top of what everybody wanted and Bo Pelini being out even though LSU did come up with six interceptions uh, this past Saturday night. We will talk to her as well. Everybody, but just during the show, absolutely during the show, and I'm going to put it here in the comments. Our first segment is going to be hashtag Ask Blake. What are my thoughts? What am I hearing? As far as LSU, what are things going to pertain? It's in the comments right there. We will go see it. But before we get to that, as always, guys, go see my good friends over at GM, Varnado and Sons. GM Varnado and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire repair, tire rotation, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give us call, give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them Blake Rafino sent you by. And if that car is just not getting you from place to place anymore, you need to go see my guy, Mr. Woody Clark, over at Robinson Brothers Ford Lincoln. All you got to do is hashtag ask for Woody. Give them a call today at 225-603-5432. That's 225-603-5432. And tell them Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Okay. We have our first Ask Blake. It's from Blake Schilling. 
But on Facebook Live, Blake asked, and saying when have LSU had six interceptions in a game? It's been a long time. I think it might have even been a record. I think it might have been a record for LSU. Uh, but look, Bo Pelini is out. There's going to be a lot of names that is going to be uh, floating around within the next week, week and a half. Marcus Freeman, the defensive coordinator at Cincinnati, is going to be the hottest name for the LSU Tigers. Uh, look, a couple people have mentioned to me that Ryan Nielsen, the defensive line coach uh, for the New Orleans Saints name, has come up. There's other coaches. The defensive coordinator over at Kentucky is another person's name that has been coming up in this in this search. But look, that we're going to work through that. We're going to break the news, and we're going to bring you the news as that comes up. But for right now, Bo Pelini is out. Bo Pelini is out. Not really surprising. I thought that possibly he might get another season. Uh, but we were hearing rumblings, after, even after Alabama, that not only did Bo Pelini want out and wanted to buy out from LSU, that everybody in LSU wanted him gone, that they thought that his, that his time at LSU had ran its course for the second time. So as we were receiving it, Bo Pelini wants out, LSU wants him out, LSU fans want him out. And look, there's going to be a lot of call for a young-minded defensive coach to come in here. So I'll, that's been the biggest thing, a guy that can maintain defenses. Now, what I want to make very clear right now to everybody, defenses are much different than 2007. They're much different than 2011. But there are some good guys out there that you can go get, Marcus Freeman being the most. Der, uh, Derek Mason is another guy, the former Vanderbilt head coach, was fired from Vanderbilt, and he is also on the market as well. Uh, let's go down and I'll get some, to some, to some of these questions, but also, uh, Bill Bush, who I thought had to go, had to go him and Scott Linehan have to go. I, Scott Linehan, it's going to be within hours or end of, if not days, not even during the show. And you guys know that I can't answer text that Scott Linehan's also going to be gone from LSU. So talking about this full shakeup, I wouldn't even be surprised if, look, I do not believe when we even go on to the offensive side, that Steve Ensminger, Steve Ensminger's not going to be fired, y'all. It's not going to happen. So he might retire. He might get another another job inside of LSU's building. He's not going to get fired, though. But it feels like Steve might be on the way out as well. But I, I, I don't know that. We will see as the days goes on. But from what I hear and from what everybody's told me, Steve Ensminger looks to retire as well. Blaine Viator from Bumper to Bumper Sports along with Ben Love says, ask Blake, who's more important uh, important guy Coach O needs to re-recruit to come back, Ali Gay or Ed Ingram? Both. <laughs> both. I think both are just of equal value. Both are equal value. Uh, Vic on, face, or on YouTube actually says, ask Blake, how could you believe he deserved another year after you heard Bo Pelini was coming late and leaving early and being historically bad. You hear the rumors. You hear the rumors, but I had somebody inside that building said that that wasn't absolutely true before the Bama game. After that, they wanted him out, and after Bo Pelini said that, well, hey, if you want me out, then buy me out. I'll take the buyout. Uh, I think that he was not... Look, regardless of what Blake Rafino thinks, regardless of what Blake Rafino thinks, he's out. And LSU probably more than likely will be better for it because they'll get more personnel in here. They'll get another younger mind in here that's been around this style of college football over the last couple of seasons. So I think, 
I think that we will hear it. We won't hear it probably before January 1st, but we will get a good defensive coordinator in here. Look, this is Ed Orgeron's legacy right now. I know that 2019 was a big legacy play for Ed, a huge legacy thing. You have the best college football team of all time in 2019 with Joe Burrow, Joe Brady, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and, and others. But he's gonna have to make that con- he's gonna have to make that paper right now. In reference to he's gonna have to earn that contract. So we'll have to see what he does uh, 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 from there. Bill Bush is another guy, like I just mentioned, and I got to a couple of the questions. But Bill Bush, the the safeties coach, had to go. I know that you guys are gonna say, and girls are gonna say, look, Bill Bush is a great recruiter, and I can't I can't really push back on that because it's the truth. But it's the truth. But has he been a good coach at LSU for the safeties? Outside of Grant Delpit, your safeties have played somewhat bad. And honestly, from what I've been told, Bill Bush was a little bit of a cancer inside that locker room. See ya. Bye. As my little son would say. As Ben would say, bye. And he does this little thing. Bye. I wanted Bill Bush and Lanahan out. Give Corey Raymond the job back. Where it belongs. Let's see. Stephen Miller says, hashtag ask Blake, what hire was worse, Matt Cannon or Scott Linehan? I don't know how much really, um, Stephen, I don't know how much influence Ed Orgeron had on the Matt Canada hire, even though he's killing it in Pittsburgh right now. Scott Linehan. Hell, Bo Pelini. <laughs> to some people, Bo Pelini is the worst hire in LSU history. Yes, we are sipping on a little whiskey on a Monday. It has been a long-ass day. A very long day when you have coaching hires and fires. Let's see. Ty asks, asks Blake, does Coach O make the coordinator hires this year, or is it our AD after many failing hires by O? Well, it won't happen this year, I don't think. If you give my drift. Ha, 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 ha. You know, a little dad joke there. I don't think that those hires will come in 2020. I think that Scott Woolworth's going to put his opinion in it. I think he's definitely he look he's an he's a type A alpha male. I fully believe for uh, for Scott Woodward to put his twist on all this. Now look, you're gonna hear that Ed Orgeron did not want Bo Pelini and that this was forced on him. Bump 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 BS. You're going to trust me. You're going to hear that over the next couple weeks. You're going to hear that Bo Pelini was pushed on Ed Orgeron. You cannot convince me that a national champion winning head coach, the best team orchestrated of all time in 2019, and that head coach was forced a defensive coordinator by a new uh, athletic director. Bullshit. Right? BS. So they're going to force that down your throat, and I get that. Good for you. Good for you, but don't come at me with that BS. Ha <laughs> ha! It's the Paris Weather Report. Michael Gagliano, he says, I'm looking for Ryan Mayer. Where is that ass at? Well, it's not in here, Gags. It's not in here. After LSU put the smacketh down on Florida's candy butt, he's not coming back up in here. Or he might be. Who knows? Uh, Jacob Cole asked, uh, asked Blake, do you think that Rajon Davis' decommitment was because he knew that the defeats of uh, coaching change? I think it was a lot, man. I think that he did not have a spot. I mean, you have four linebackers. I know that Xavier Carter is going to be moving to the defensive end, but you have linebackers. And I don't blame the kid for wanting to know who the D.C. is going to be. 
So, yes, the decommitment from five-star uh, linebacker Rayshon Davis, from what I understand, and look, his dad quote tweeted me on Twitter when I said, hey, I hinted all day yesterday that Bo Pelini was getting fired. Nobody wanted to really tell me or say, oh, well, Blake's just hitting again. I mean, we all knew that. But when Rayshon Davis's dad hit the little side emoji, side eye emoji thing, I mean, come on. That, that decommitment is not... Is not anything that we weren't expecting here. Uh, let's see. Mr. Amos says, Ask Blake, would you think that Will Muschamp would be a good D.C. candidate? No, I don't, Mr. Amos. No, I do not. I say go get your boy Freeman from Cincinnati. Go get Derek Mason, who just got fired. Those are my two guys. Look, those are my two guys. Now, regardless of who they go get, I know that Ryan Nielsen's name has come up a lot today in a couple of places. I know that Freeman's name has come up, but those are my two individuals, the two individuals that I want to go get. Give Corey Raymond back the safeties for crying out loud. Bill Bush, you sucked. I mean, I'm sorry. You're a great recruiter. Bill Bush sucked. I'm not going to take anything from anybody that tells me Bill Bush was a good coach. I'm sorry. I've had it with him. When your safeties will not come and attack the running game, get out of here. Everyone joining the show, we greatly appreciate you joining us if you're if it's the first time you're joining us my name is Blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports do us a favor hit the like and hit the share hit the retweet as well and don't forget to follow us on all the platforms as you can see right here above my my big old melon head <laughs> let's see Justin asked we're gonna get to Ole Miss Evie in just a minute too he says ask Blake who comes to mind for offense and defensive coordinators hires for you look I, outside of Lane Kiffin and the best offensive coordinators, look, we there was a report today in Baton Rouge, of all places, that Steve Sarkeesian is looking at houses in Baton Rouge. No, he's not. Okay, I'm going to say this as, as, as nice as I can. No, he is not. Know it for a fact. No, he's not. And I know for a fact he's in Tuscaloosa. If you want to check AYS's track history on Alabama and sourcing, even though I love LSU more than anything in the world, go do it. No. He was not in Baton Rouge today. Uh, so Steve Sarkeesian's probably about to get paid $3.5 million uh, to stay in Tuscaloosa. Did not go for the Auburn job. There's not a lot of great offensive coordinators that will really be out there with a big name hire. The one that keeps coming up to me, at least, to me, and this is going to go around, but to me, the one that keeps coming up is Graham Harrell, the offensive coordinator at USC. That's the one that continues to come up. Look, it's been three or four times a day that I've heard his name pop up in various places. Uh, so I wouldn't mind that hire. Look, he's got USC rolling. They got, I mean, you got, you got to give it to him. You got to give it to him. Let's see. Anthony at, says, ask Blake, do you see Saban interviewing for a DC job? I don't really know how to answer that. That would mean that Pete Golding, the Hammond product right here, you know, right down the road. See, my son doesn't like that. You can hear him screaming. Uh, but that would mean Pete Goldner is gone. But no, I, I, I don't I don't think that. I don't think that. Saban's, Saban himself is not going to be a DC. I don't I know that's not what you're asking. Miles, what's up, brother? He says, Blake, who what you think about KC quarterback coach as new OC? Eric Bieniemy, a New Orleans guy. Um, look, I don't see Eric Bieniemy coming back coming to college. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. 
I, I mean, if Eric Bieniemy does not get a head coaching job in the NFL, although Eric Bieniemy is probably the best off, one of the better offensive coordinators in the country, and either the NFL or NCAA, I just don't see it. Eric Bieniemy, if Ed Orsron were able to pull him away from Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City to come to LSU, hey, I ain't gonna say no shit about Ed Orsron for a month. <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing about nobody for a month. Probably longer. Ain't no way Airbnb's leaving. Just no way. Blaine Smith asked Chad Morris for OC. No. I mean, look. Nuh-uh. Just ain't, it's not going to happen. As much as him... I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed with Kevin Steele. I mean, look. If Auburn can't get their offensive, offensive hire... Now, we're about to ask Ole Miss Evie in just a second. Evie Van Pelt with the Rebel Walk, you know, about Lane Kiffin possibly going to Auburn. Uh, it, you know, so we'll, we'll see how all this shakes out. But I feel like Chad Morris would stay on. That's just my take on it. That's just my take on it. Ahmad says, I want the Cincinnati AD. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do too. Damn, you alive? Who? Joseph asked if I'm alive. Heck yeah, I'm alive. Uh, Lester, we're recording this podcast, but everybody can see it on Facebook Live. Lester made a comment on Periscope. Uh, I'm not going to say that for the uh, for the simple reason of I don't want people to read that. Uh, Jamie Fornberry says, asking as they got PM, he needs to stay there. Who's PM? Uh, Rashad says, Derek Mason would be a great DC. Yeah, he's one of my two candidates that I would go after. Him and Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman is probably the hottest name on the market right now at Cincinnati. A young coach, a guy that was at Ohio State, has got Urban Mayan tires. He's got look, he's got a lot of ties in the Midwest. Um, I think that if LSU can pull him away, if LSU can pull him away somehow, some way, it, it would be a, a slam dunk hire. Uh, Chris Landry says a lot of people are hollering about Ryan Clark for safeties coach. Lack of experience scares me. Chris, you know what else scares me too, my man, is the simple fact that there's been a lot of reports that Ryan Clark has been a cancer to LSU this year and that him and Ed Orgeron have gone back and forth. I don't know how now if he's been – if hey, look, if reports are true and rumors are true that he's been a cancer outside of that building, what do we think he'll do inside that building? Look, Bill Bush has been a cancer. Okay, Bill Bush has been a cancer. We know that. I mean, those rumors are out now. I don't know about RC. I just don't know it. Uh, Carly King, the councilman. The councilman says, love you. That is all. Keep on keeping on. I appreciate that. One more question, and we're going to get to Miss Old Miss Evie. Uh, Brandon says, ask Blake, what about Lane Kiffin's offensive coordinator? We will see. Let's talk to Old Miss Evie about that. Old Miss Evie, we're going to give her a call now who covers the Rebels for the Rebel Walk. So let's give her a call now. We got a lot to talk to about her. Not just last, not just this game last time, but a lot. Lane Kiffin as well. Hello? Evie. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. It's good to have you. This is Blake Rafino. We are live on the RU Series Sports Network. How are we doing tonight, Ms. Evie? Well, um... We're we're hanging in there. I want to recount from the game, but other than that, I'm okay. 
Evie, I promise you. Then they look the angelic tones, as Twitter calls it, as Bill King calls it. Our good <laughs> friend, Mr. Bill King, the angelic tones of Ole Miss Evie is joining us. Evie, I want to get to the game in just a minute, and I thank you for coming on. Like I mentioned. A lot of talks have been going on about Lane Kiffin, the Auburn jobs open. Billy Napier turned it down today from what we understand. Uh, look, it's going to be a hot topic until that position's closed. Uh, what are you hearing about Lane Kiffin and the Rebels? Well, I, I think um, probably a lot of what folks were getting when – now, never say never. Never say never first, let me say that. But also – and it's 2020, so it is weird. Uh, weird time. <laughs> right. But I'm I'm about as sure as I could be that Kiffin is not going to go to Auburn. Um, I think um, he was to have a meeting today with Athletic Director Keith Carter to hopefully back up the armored car and give him whatever it is that Jimmy Sexton, his agent, is asking for. Um, but I think included in the conversation uh, was going to be things like some facility upgrades and mm-hmm. such. So. I mean, I really, I think, you know, Kiffin has said on numerous shows he wasn't taking the Auburn job. But, again, we've all heard that. And Rebel Rebel fans, I don't know if you recall, you're probably too young, but Rebel fans remember Tommy Tuberville saying they'd have to carry him out in a pine box if <laughs> he wasn't leaving. And then he soon announced that he was going to be the next coach at Auburn. So Rebels are a little triggered by <laughs> Auburn coaching searches, um, and rightfully so. So, But to be honest, I, I would be very surprised if Lane Kiffin ended up at Auburn. I would, too. And, and look – Evie, this is, an, a, as you know, an LSU-focused show. Um, and, and, look, the coaching carousel is a really stressful job for us, right? Like, Because so many parts are always moving. Um, you, you've been in this game a long time. Were you surprised just after the Ole Miss game that LSU moved off of Bo Pelini? Or did you – just through the tea leaves, did you see that coming? I, I actually did. I mean, I just – I guess maybe I'm just a little bit – cynical I don't know but I just think that with everything that LSU has had going on this season and you know the the whatever is all behind the self-imposed you know bowl ban I mean lord knows at Ole Miss we've been there and done that you know um I think that that folks can put up with you know bowl bans and they can put up with or they can put up with losing or they can put up with you know I don't know, some of the things that go along with that. But I think that when you add all that together, I mean, I think, you know, there was just enough, I and mean, you cover them more than I do, but there was, I think, a groundswell of folks who felt like Polini was not working out. You know, <laughs> right. it was not working out. And and so that doesn't that doesn't necessarily surprise me. I mean, I think uh, Coach O's proven to to show that he knows when something's not working and to, to you know, why why sit around and, and wait for it to just fix itself? So, you know, I give him a lot of credit for that. Yeah, and, and Evie, I'm right there with you. Uh, Evie Van Pelt, Ole Miss Evie, the Angelic Tones is joining AYS. Uh, Evie, let's move a little into the game. A, a shootout, my, look, my blood pressure has never been higher <laughs> at some points. Maybe during the LSU-Alabama game. It was a wet game. It was a good game. It was a high-scoring game. Uh what did you take away from the game? What was the biggest takeaway, I guess, for you uh, in that game this past Saturday? Well, you know, a couple of things. I mean, I think that a, a shootout 
did not surprise me at all because I'm used to watching Ole Miss football. And as Lane Kiffin said today in his uh, weekly press conference, we're 127 out of 127 on on defense in the nation. You know that's not good. <laughs> you know, so I mean, I think that we've we've been hey, used and, to uh, for a number. Evie, not to rudely interrupt you, LSU was right below you at 128. So I mean, <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think a couple things. He did make a couple of comments that I think were um, definitely not excuses. I mean, Lane Kiffin. That's one thing. God love him. He does not make excuses, and he. He did say, I think the question was actually more about Matt Corral, and, you know, he said, one, I don't think we called a very good game. I don't think we we put him in some bad spots. But he said, you know, if you have players opt out earlier in the season, you adjust, you whatever. But, but when you lose literally number one and number two receivers on your team, Elijah Moore and Kenny Yeboa, just a few, day, a few days before – and then, you know, you don't have your, you know, your starting tailback goes down. Jonathan Mingo, who slid over into the slot uh, mm-hmm. where Elijah played, I didn't know this because Kiffin doesn't talk about COVID. He will not tell you specific players. But Jonathan Mingo had just literally come back from the COVID protocol. So oh, wow. He hadn't practiced in two weeks. And Ole Miss, let's not forget, Ole Miss hadn't played but two games since Halloween. So, you know, it's just a weird, a weird thing. And I think that, you know, I mean, everybody's gone through it. I mean, we all, this entire weird, crazy season, um, you know, it's just, it is, it is what it is. But I, I think that I wasn't surprised at all. It was shootout. I will tell you, I thought uh, I really like your lefty quarterback, Matt. Mm. Johnson and um, my my husband is a, a lefty quarterback from Louisiana, so, <laughs> you know, so I'm kind of partial to those. Hey, guys. does he have more um, eligibility? Can we get him down back here to Baton Rouge, or <laughs> what, what are we thinking here, Evie? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I tell you, I just um, you know what what stood out to me. It's like Lane Kiffin said today. He said we were minus five in turnovers, and we had the ball and the lead in the fourth quarter. I mean, there's yeah. just no excuse you can make for that. You just, you know. So I think that's what he said. You know, that's happened in in uh, three times to Ole Miss this season, and, and Auburn was another one of them. Ball mm-hmm. and the lead in the fourth quarter. And so he was frustrated. I mean, I think he was frustrated, you know, not even necessarily focused on players. I think he was focused on, you know, as a staff. We didn't we didn't do a very good job. So he said, you know, you, you win – you win those two, you're sitting at seven and three in a New Year's Six Bowl. So he said, you know, the, the positive that you take from it is you tell the kids, you know, we're right there. We just have to just get better and finish. And for the love of God, can we get a defense? Those are my words, <laughs> not given, you know, but, but there you go. It's been painful. I agree, and look, I mean, we have a guy here that just got fired. You know, what things that got me on the Bo I mean, Bo Pelini, the Bill King show. Look, we had talked about the Bo Pelini hire, and, the, and the, look, we're not even a year, Evie, and, he, and he's gone. Uh, and look, I feel like that's been Ole Miss's struggle at times is getting a, 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 a defense that can supplement their offense. They've never had a lack of offense. Uh, but look, Evie, this is the biggest question that I've had for Ole Miss – just this whole year, it seems like the momentum is shifting for Ole Miss that I have not felt as an LSU fan. Look, I have so many in-laws and family members that are <laughs> Rebels fans. But for me, the momentum has never felt bigger than with Lane Kiffin. Is that the feel in Oxford right now? 
Yes, I tell you what, the um, it's been remarkable, and I've been covering Ole Miss since uh, Hugh Freeze got there. You know, basically 2012. So I've been through the Hugh Freeze situation, the highs and the lows of Hugh Freeze and burner phones and NCAA and bowl bands and all sorts of that nightmare. Mm-hmm. And then Matt Luke, who was a wonderful guy, but by the end of the Matt Luke era, the problem that Ole Miss had, and you know this if you, you know, have Ole Miss family or friends, is, is apathy began to set in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just the death knell of a program. I mean, I think that when people are mad, even, okay, they're still invested in you. When they get to the point where they literally don't care and they're not buying tickets and they're not renewing their season tickets and they don't even really care what you're doing, then you've got a big problem. And so I think that to me, that has been the most remarkable thing. I think that there are all sorts of, you know, kind of a lot of the same names that are were, were being thrown out there for the Auburn coaching job, you know, Napier and uh, Bill Clark and all really good coaches. But Ole Miss fans, I think at that point in time, really needed kind of a splash. And I mean, you know, Lane Lane does, I mean, he does bring all sorts of things, you know, with him, but (laughs) I think he has been remarkable for the program. I mean, people just immediately bought in and got excited and were happy to have a reason to be excited. And of course, you know, with Lane, there's never a dull a dull moment. I mean, whether he's showing up, you know, he, he got to the Egg Bowl game, got off the bus to go into the stadium wearing wearing the hat that said, we run the SIP. And, I mean, that's pretty bold when you haven't even played the Egg Bowl game yet, you know. Oh, so I know. I just think that he, he brings a confidence to him. I mean, to the, to, to the fans and to the team, I think, that – um, hadn't been there in a while. So it's really been nice to see people excited. And somebody, an LSU person, got really mad on, on Twitter. And kind of, we, we may have seen it. We went back and forth about he was so outraged about the fire extinguisher on the sideline and the players, the oldest players, just jumping up and down and spraying the fire extinguisher. And, and I said, you know what? I, I can understand that, but I'm just glad to see them excited again because I haven't seen them at this point in the season, last game of the season, be excited and have fun in a long time. So. I agree. Evie, we have a question. Uh, we do this hashtag uh-huh. ask whoever for all of our guests and for me. And Brandy Blake, who's a big Ole Miss fan, she says, hashtag ask Evie, do you see Lane making any coaching changes this season? I know we're possibly looking – uh, for a special teams coach or SNC coach, whatever, whatever that, which she, whatever she's trying to say, but will do you think that Lane Kiffin's going to make some coaching diff, uh, hires and fires this this coaching carousel season? Well, you know that's really interesting. I mean, I know we've got, um, and and it's not because of a, a firing, but our assistant strength and conditioning coach just left to go to uh, mm, take the head strength and conditioning job. At, mm. Yeah, at Southern Miss. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, this has been such a strange season that I'm not really sure. Um, I do not expect uh, Durkin or Partridge to be fired, you know, the defensive coordinators. I, I do don't not either. expect that. Um, and so, I, I mean, I think that those guys, you know, you, it's, it's so hard to know because they're not only is there the whole on-field on and off field coaching responsibilities, but they're very good recruiters. And you saw, you know, Ole Miss – vaulted from what number 71 in the nation in recruiting about a month ago all the way up to 17 or 18 and that was huge for Ole Miss and they really got got a ton of defensive linemen which is where we've been weak for years 
Um, no offense to the defensive line we had, <laughs> we haven't had a lot of size or a lot of depth. I mean, I, I, I love those guys. I mean, I don't mean to impugn them, but we haven't had a lot, as much size as perhaps you need in the SEC or the depth. And mm. so, like, right before, you know, the game before y'all, I mean, we, you know, our one of our defensive ends, Tariq Estesville, broke his arm in two places. And, you know, so, I mean, it's just they're thin. And then I think he, he signed seven DBs, and I think four of them were four stars, which that hasn't happened since Oh, ever that I can recall at Ole Miss. So um, I, I, I think that Durkin and Partridge were absolutely in on those. You know, they got a couple of guys from Philadelphia, um, big defensive linemen. So I don't know. I, I don't look for any – I mean, there may be one or two. I mean, I think guys get different opportunities. And if, if the coach – you know, the coach may be fine if some people move along. But I, I think that you're probably not going to see anything major. Again, it's 2020, so I want to just <laughs> add in the right. caveat that anything could happen, you know. But uh, I've not heard anything as of yet. The angelic tones of Ole Miss Evie. Evie, I greatly appreciate you coming on the show, AYS. It's always a pleasure to have you on. I know this is the first time, but it's always a pleasure uh, to hear your voice. Tell everybody where they can find all of your great work and where they can follow you on Twitter Hi. and all the social media. I Well, first of all, I'm just so excited to be here, and uh, thank you for having me, and I hope you'll let me come back sometime. Absolutely. Um, I, they can find me on Twitter at Ole Miss Evie or at The Rebel Walk. That's our, uh, our site, therebelwalk.com. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, The Rebel Walk and Old Miss Evie. Evie, thank you so much. And we'll talk soon. If we don't talk to you before then, have a great Christmas and a great holiday season. You too. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. All right. That is Old Miss Evie with The Rebel Walk. Guys, I, I, I see all the comments and I get it. I get it. You want to talk about Bo Pelini? Well, then do us a favor and hit the like and hit the share. We're about to get back, get back into it. Look, we, we plan these guests weeks and months uh, before they come on. So just, I get it. Sit in my chair and then ask a guest, hey, Bo Pelini got fired. Can you please not come on so I can talk about it? I get it. I get it. Just relax. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But just we'll, we'll, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. All right. Before we get to all the coaching hires and fires, we got to get to our good sponsors, though. You got to go see my, my good friend, Mr. John Patton, over at Area Home lending. If you're thinking about buying a new or buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash out refi, the timing has never been better. Give them a call today at 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. And if you mention AYS, Mr. John will give you a free appraisal upon arrival. Tell all you gotta do is tell him Blake Rafino sent you. And he is our good friend. Or you can go to areahomelending.com. That's areahomelending.com. Or just email him at john.areahomelending.com if you have any questions, and he will get right back to you. Hopefully, he'll get back to you. But even though this is the uh, the uh, holiday season, but just go tell him Blake Rafino sent you and, st- and go stop by. Uh, he got a head coaching job. Who got a head coaching job? What's up, Harold? My man, Harold, been, my boy, Harold, been on it today, man. I get, look, I, I keep seeing the comments about the guests on all three platforms. I get it, okay? I get it. You don't have to be rude about her. Stop. Stop or leave. You don't have to say stupid shit like that. You know who I'm talking about. Philip uh, Agnia on YouTube, shut the hell up. All right. Thomas Banks and hire coach Stephen Miller, he says. Hey, man, Stephen Miller knows his stuff. That's all I'm going to say. One thing. 
One thing that I'm going to say about Bo Pelini, look, I get that it was a horrific defense. I'm not defending the man. But look, we have to get more personnel in here as well, right? Like, let's not act like for one second that we did not have a lot of depth on the defensive side. One thing that LSU is going to have to do is get these younger guys ready to go. You're going to have to get some of these guys back. Now, Neil Farrell, the defensive tackle uh, for LSU, tweeted today. He was asking, do you want me to come back? Neil Farrell Sr., if you're watching, I know that you watch the show. Tell your man to come back. Tell your son to come back. He needs to. You got to add depth on defense. If you add depth on defense and you go get a guy like a Marcus Freeman, a Derek Mason, whoever the defensive coordinator is, that's only going to bode well for you. Now, look, we saw what happened to Alabama this past Saturday against Florida. Florida, ex- look, I'm going to get ripped on Twitter. I do a lot of national radio shows throughout the week. I'm going to get ripped on Twitter for this. It's okay. Florida exposed Alabama Saturday. Exposed them. So Alabama, Nick Saban is one of the, Nick Saban is one of the better defensive minds in all of college football and all of football history, and he got exposed this past Saturday. You have to have a guy that can energize your program, that can energize your guys, and that can call great defenses. And if you're not able to do that, you're not going to have good defenses. And we saw this in both plenty of times where guys just were not bought in to his system and to what he was coaching. Right? Like he was, guys were not balled in. So if you do have some more, some more questions, I know I missed some during old Miss Evie. Just hit us with the Ask Blake. I'm going to put it right here in the comments. And all you got to do is to hashtag Ask Blake and we will get to it as well. I will say this we're probably not going to be full as all this week with all the shows with uh, Christmas right around the corner. A lot of families coming into town. We're hosting Christmas here uh, at my house. Uh, so we'll, we'll get to it. We'll keep talking. Uh, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this for sure. If there's some coaching fires, I'm going to fire this bad baby up, and we're going to roll with it. Justin Dunning says, joining late, Blake uh, might have missed it already. Who do you want for D.C., and who do you think ends up as D.C.? I don't know who ends up. I've done spe- I'm done speculating this far out when you fire the coach who it's going to be. I'm done doing that, like completely done doing that. Uh, but as I'm going to continue to uh, reiterate, as this goes on, Marcus Freeman's your number one guy. If you can't get him, then it's a bust. Uh, look, there's a lot of great defensive minds out there. Ryan Nielsen's a guy for the New Orleans Saints, a defensive line coach. Bo Davis, as I mentioned earlier, the defensive line coach for the Detroit Lions was formerly at Alabama. Looks like he's going to be the next uh, uh, D-line coach at LSU. It's all but an inked and signed deal here. Uh, so you're going to get a new whole defensive overhaul, and I do think that Corey Raymond gets all the DB back, DBs back in one room. Thanks, sweet baby Jesus. Thank you for getting Joe Burrow, Bill Bush, but for crying out loud, you are a horrible safeties coach. God, you are a Duke and water. Trash. Look, I like him. He seems like a good guy, but man, God dog. If I had to take... Let me tell you guys something right now. Let me just say this right now. If I had to go another week, I know my f- camera's kind of going a little fritzy here. If I had to go another week with hearing about Bill Bush being a cancer, I was going to freak out. Literally was going to freak out. Get him out of the building. Just completely get him out of the building. So... I'm just going to leave it at that. Michael Ray says, Ask Blake, did Lockature lock up the D-line coach position with the Mason Smith commitment? I do not believe so. There's a lot of people going uh, talking about 
Uh, Bo Davis, for, uh, the defensive line coach at um, Detroit, who looks like he's going to be getting that job. Uh, and, and I don't know about Christian. I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see. But no, I think that from what everything's leaning right now, Michael, it would seem as if that Bo Davis is going to be the next defensive line coach. Uh, Sam Bacon uh, says, as Blake, did Scott Linehan, didn't he get that ragtag today? Yeah, he got it. Well, he technically got it yesterday, I believe. So everybody's going to say, oh, Blake's stealing info. So let me go on the record now. Scott Linehan's out. Because <laughs> I know how people at one, you know, at OT, no, I'm going to be honest. I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Because I can't stand the fools. I can't pity the fools. But Scott Linhan's got that red tag. It's going to come out. Look, some of these contracts have got to get finalized. You know, I would assume that uh, Davis, around the Davis decommitment was when the Bo Pelini uh, uh, thing, contract was finalized that he wants out. So, uh, Derek Mason is another good one. I like Derek Mason. Look, he got his guys playing. He, didn't have the, he never had the talent. He never had the talent. But he always, uh, they always fall for him. Kenny says, ask Blake, who do we go look for OC candidates? I'll just tell you the name that I heard a lot today, like three or four times from three or four different people, uh, was the offensive coordinator, Graham Harrell, out of USC. I think that he's the best uh, offensive coordinator in college football right now that does not have a head coaching job and or like a, a Steve Sarkeesian. That's not going to leave where he's at. I think he's the most poachable, if that makes sense. Like the mo- the guy that you can go get the most and bring him into uh, Baton Rouge. I don't think that Clay Helton's going to be at USC much longer. Ed Orgeron has a, lo- a lot of USC ties. And listen, Ed has got to get out of the uh, out of the realm of the possibility of not knowing a coach before he hires him. I think that BYU offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes, who is the former offensive line coach. Uh, at US, uh, at LSU and now at BYU, I think that he's got a good possibility because we have seen that Ed Orgeron only likes to hire guys that he's coached with or that come recommended to him. Jeff Grimes is a guy that BYU has got a lot of recognition. Uh, he's been here before. He's coached with Ed. He's recruited with Ed. He's got a lot of good offensive linemen in here. Look at Ed Ingram, Adrian McGee, Sadiq Charles, Lloyd Cushenberry. Really all the guys on the offensive line that have been or have been drafted or in the NFL now. Uh, he was a big part of Damian Lewis, right? Like a huge part in Damian Lewis before he went to BYU. So I think that James uh, J- uh, Jeff Grimes is a good as a guy that's named that's going to come up in this offensive coaching hire, and that I would not be shocked about, not at all. Ryan Mayer says, "Get the Chiefs OC. He's not Eric Bieniemy is not leaving Kansas City unless he's going to go get a head coaching job in the NFL. There's no." Way and Rudy Puhel. Let me read this text. Hold on. There's no way in hell that Eric Bieniemy is leaving uh, uh, Kansas City. Not with Patrick Mahomes. Blake says, Blake Quibido on Facebook Live says, ask Blake any inside feelings on Kevin Falk and his ability to be a running backs coach. I want to give him another year, Blake. I mean, he did not do good with the rotation. Uh, Chris Curry Number 18, trans, it's in the transfer portal. Nelson Jenkins from Plaquemines in the transfer portal. Look, he went and got two top seven running backs in this year's class. Guys that he wanted, guys that he can coach. 
John uh, John Emery has not lived up to the five-star status, regardless of how much we want to talk about it. We put so much emphasis on the star ratings, but John Emery has honestly not lived up to the hype at times. At times he has, at times he hasn't. So I want to give him another one. I give him another one. Jamie Hodges, what's up, Jamie? He says, ask Blake, do you think that James Craig is out? No, I think James Craig is safe. I think Jack, James Craig is safe, and I think that Jack, uh, James Craig is safe just do not so much as what he's done on the field, but what he's doing off the field in recruiting, right? Like, I mean, if you're going to go get Tristan Lee, if you're going to go get offensive line in this recruiting class, James Craig's got to be your guy. James Craig did a phenomenal job last year uh, with this offensive line. Guys, you do realize that we had, at times, a really good running game but he can't control. He cannot control. Look, Miles Brennan, let me just say this. Miles Brennan, when he was at quarterback, had more time in the pocket per SEC stat cat than anybody in the SEC. Let that sink in. That's not me. That's not my stat. That's not Trey Varnado with the AYS stats. That's not all of that. That's per an outside source. SEC stat uh stat cat said that Miles Brennan had more time in the pocket than anybody in the SEC. How are you going to blame your offensive line on that? I mean, look, they, they, they did a lot of good things on the offensive line, and quite honestly, they had a walk-on running back last week. So I'm going to give James Craig another year. Uh, Kevin asks, as Blake Ensminger is the OC, right? For now. <laughs> Not for long. Uh let me be honest. Steven, let me tell you this all right now. I don't believe that Steve Ensminger is going to get fired. Either two things are going to happen. Either, number one, he's going to retire and he's not going to be on the staff anymore, or he's going to get a uh, position change. No way in broody poo hell does Steve Ensminger get fired, nor really should he. I mean, look, Steve Ensminger has been Ed Orgeron's trusted advisor really since this whole process started in 2016. I just cannot... See and or fathom Steve Ensminger getting fired. Now, that's not to say that he's not going to be replaced. That's not going to say he's not going to retire or step down. But I don't think that he'll be your coordinator in 2021. And if he does, Edwards runs on a... If, if we want to talk about a lot of things, he's on a, the shortest of leashes. Okay, the shortest of leashes. Mark Spell says, uh, what do you think of George Munoz coming back? I love it, Mark. I love it. I can dig it. Christian Pratt's my guy. What's up, Christian? He said, Eric B. Enemy shouldn't be mentioned again. He'll be an NFL head coach next season 100%. Yeah, Eric B. Enemy is not, does not need to be in these conversations. So to all 282 of you, <laughs> stop. Eric B. is not going to be your next offensive coordinator. You would have to go. Steve Sarkeesian is getting paid $3.5 million a year to, uh, to coach Alabama's offensive coordinator. You'd have to pay that man four. Ain't no question about that. To walk away from Patrick Mahomes. I know what happens. I know what happens. You want to go get the best guy, and I get that. But sometimes we got to be a little realistic. Steven Miller says, Lester Bear recruiting uh, checkmark in-game coaching was mad. Could have been better in my opinion. I guess you're talking about Bill Bush. The trash that is Bill Bush. I mean, look, he was a bad he was a bad coach on field. I'm not. Todd Harris, Jacoby Stevens this season, two seniors. Did they play great? No, they didn't play good at all. 
They played really bad, actually. They actually played really, really, really bad. So, no. Yeah, Ty, I agree with you there. They're not making lateral moves. There's no way that people are... Airbnb is not going to make a lateral move. It's a down move. Look, I know people are going to say college football is is superior. NFL is superior because of the top talent. He's not going to make a lateral move down. It's not going to happen. Justin, I saw your comment. Oh, there it is. Justin Dunney asked, why wasn't Munoz fought for more after last year? People don't realize how much he helped Burrow. I don't know. Something that needs to be asked to Ed Orgeron. Ron uh, Whitney brings up a good point here. Charlie Strong is defensive coordinator. That's something I could get behind. Definitely something I could get behind, Ron. I forgot that he was on Bama's staff. Completely forgot about that. Miles Agnew says, Ask Blake, did you hear about Max Johnson said that game-winning touchdown to Booty? He, he threw, reminded him of when Burrow threw it to Jefferson. No, I didn't hear that. I don't listen to a lot of... Look, I really don't listen to a lot of people. Uh, unless O's talking about some coaching changes, I don't listen to a lot of players at times. It's just I don't have the time, Miles, honestly. All right, a couple more questions. We'll get out of here. I wanted to break down the Ole Miss game. Look, we got a lot to get in here, uh, got to get into here. A lot. So, you know what happened. You got six turnovers. You gave up a lot of damn yards, a lot of damn points. Um, your offense, Kayshawn Boutin's a freaking beast. Um, you have a lot of young corners and safeties. Uh, they got six picks for you. Jabril Cox is gone. He's probably the best cover linebacker in the country. Uh, top two round pick. If we want to break the game down, that's what the game, game came down to. Brandon says Joe Lombardi OC. Look, he was flirted with a little bit last year, so I don't. I don't think he's going to leave. I don't think he's going to leave. Why would he? He gets paid to do nothing. <laughs> essentially, I mean, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Jamie Hodges says Sean Salisbury for quarterback coach, or maybe as an analyst role? Question mark. Had heard his name a couple times floated out there. I, I'm not going to get it behind Sean Salisbury. Not going to do it. Now, I need to get him on the show, but no, I'm not going to get behind it. I don't like him at all. Ryan Mayer, the Florida fan, he's finally back after the after the uh, Tigers laid the smack it down on that candy ass a couple of weeks ago. What's up, Ryan? You know I got to get... Look, you, you trolled a lot. You trolled a lot. You, you calm down now. He says, Dan Quinn, Blake Rafino. Maybe. Look, there's a lot of good names out there, but I don't think Dan... Qu- I don't know if LSU's going to go for Dan Quinn. Charles Rees from the Primetime Podcast. What's up, Charles? He says, hmm, can't wait for the coaching rumor mills, uh, mill hires. Well, Charles, they already out there. I mean, look, if, if you ask some of these people, we've hired Ryan Nelson. We've also hired um, Marcus Freeman as a DC. Uh, Graham Harrell is the best offensive coordinator since Joe Brady in college football. Um, we're going to give him $7.8 million per one guy who hit my DMs today. I'm not joking. $7.8 million. Um, Joe Brady's probably... Ed Orgeron's getting fired. And Joe Brady's going to be the next head coach at LSU. Also hit my DMs today. Uh, what are some other ones? Oh, Steve Sarkeesian is coming to uh, Baton Rouge. Is a good one. Uh, that he's sh- uh, shopping for houses in, uh, in Baton Rouge. Even though he did an interview in Alabama today. 
and uh, confirmed that he's not taking the Auburn job. What's another good one? What's another good one? Oh, 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 Les, Les Miles, actually, believe it or not. Les Miles, this is a good one. Les Miles needs to come back in some form of role because he's going to get fired at Kansas. Dog. I might take a screenshot of the messages that I get for AYS on Facebook and Twitter. And a lot of you message me, and I look, I love it. I try to get to it as much as I can. But, man, let's see how many we got right now. 62 messages on Facebook. I guarantee I know what all those are asking in some form or fashion. Let's see. I saw a couple more down here with the ass Blake. Mike Leach? Mike Leach ain't leaving. Yeah, Blake Schilling, $7.8 million. Somebody told me that we're going to go pay a coordinator $7.8 million to coach. I said, I, I, I did respond. I said, typo, question mark, and he said no. I said, okay. Man, Charles, I know, or Chris, I know everybody's saying Will Muschamp, but man, Will Muschamp's defenses have sucked. The last time he was a defensive coordinator was at Auburn, and they sucked. They sucked. I'm not going to get behind Will Muschamp. Look, you already brought one uh, offensive coordinator in here, our ex-defensive coordinator in here, that... um. Sorry, I'm trying to get a text, make sure we didn't, uh, I didn't miss nothing. Um, but no, it, you, you did it for Bo Pelini. Look, Will Muschamp got, hang, Will Muschamp's defense had 52 points hung on them by LSU and TJ Finley. No. Nah. I get, I get the understanding of it. Like, I get the understanding of it, but no. Uh, Derek says, ask Blake if O is ever fired. Would you hire Matt Campbell the next day? Matt Campbell's a good coach. Matt Campbell's a good coach. I like Matt Campbell. I don't like the way he wears his hats. He's always... God. I like the little bend. I don't like the the guys that go the full bend. You know what I mean? Like, the full bend. He freaks me out with the full bend head. The full bend hat band. Like, freaks me out. Uh, Blake Quibido says, please no Muschamp, Strong, or Mason. Okay. I mean, look. <laughs> it's, those guys have been in the SEC. Uh, but I get what you're saying, Blake. I get uh, Chris says, joining late, had my little tiger in bed. Who would you like to see as next DC? Uh, any, really, Marcus Freeman is going to be the number, uh, number one guy on my board. All right, a couple more questions. We'll get out of here. Country 2529. What's up, Country? Hey, what's up, Country? Country says, hey, ask Blake. And I'm not saying this is what you sound like. I just like the name. Country 2529. He said, ask Blake. I agree. No to all these ex-LSU coordinators. We need fresh eyes. Country, I agree with you. I mean, I agree with you. Ting. Country, I like that right there, man. I like that right there. Hooey. I mean, country, you can't do that, man. I mean, to think that you just did that with Bo Pelini and you think you're going to be able to get back up in there and do that again, man. I'm right there with you, country. No way. I ain't going to do it. All right, last one. We're going to get out of here. 
James Washington says, "Ask Blake which QB or QBs do you see going in the transfer portal?" Man, I don't know. Uh, last one. It's country again. What's up, country? Man, I like country. I don't know who country is, but I like me some country. Country says my accent is kind of thick. I grew up in Lower Lower Livingston Paris. Hey, man, I'm right here in Auburn. I'm right here in Ham and Auburn. I know it's thick country. Ain't nobody gonna come up over here on Periscope. How, how's the man from Livingston Paris on Periscope right now, country? Man, I tell you what, boy. You might be thick, but you got you some you got you some good stuff going on right now, man. You got you some good stuff right now, man. I'm right there with you. All right, guys. My name's Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We are hit the hour. We will be back tomorrow. Stephen Miller with the Maxion Minute. Maybe we'll talk some bowl games. He'll be with us. Uh, we'll have one good show before the Christmas break, but we will see all of you guys and girls again tomorrow don't forget to like and subscribe everything that we're doing right here on ays and if you have any questions always hashtag ask blake we'll see you guys soon peace out thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.